this thing on? Do I know how to do this? Oh, I, oh. Where's your mic? It's right there here. There we go. <laughs> it's not even plugged in. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Bone Zone. This is the comic book Bone Zone. I'm Champ Champenstein. This is number 29. Yes. I'm Heather Hadfield. This is number 29. 29. Mm-hmm. Nine. Nine times. Um, we've been, you know, inconsistent but if anything that's the nature got in the way yes that's what we're gonna call it little gambit got in the way of our our recording but that's fine gambit is here he's exited the womb like a baby needs a parent you know not us (laughs) i have to like give up my entire life for this baby like with parents like ours i would have never guessed i had to ask sammy earlier i was like do you remember mom ever playing with you and she said nope no way (laughs) (laughs) okay good because i don't remember that either and i didn't know if it was just because i'm older (laughs) our mother did not play with us we don't know how to be moms and now we're both moms so uh this is a great welcome back to the bone zone in pure in pure ranting fashion (laughs) Yes. Welcome to our trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. um, So yeah, we're here to talk about our weekly books. We're going to try to do it on a more weekly basis again. Mm -hmm. Um, Heather, do you want to start us off? We don't have a lot, so, you know. Yeah, I will. I, you know, I'll start. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good. Okay. So um, I would like to say um, you should know if you've listened if you've been a fan of the show for a while um i ruin all my books not on purpose it just kind of happens uh this one has water damage which thankfully i don't mind too much this is marvel zombies this is issue number four that was my segue um (laughs) this is uh black white and blood each one of these issues has three stories in them about different characters in the marvel universe dealing with the zombies uh, the first story is about Blade. Um, hold on. Second story was a Punisher. And then the last one, I can never remember how to say his name. K. K. Kazar. Yeah, I'm, I know who you're speaking of, but yeah, I don't know. Kazar. And it's Kazar. Crazy. Yeah, Kazar. Um, <laughs> I know the least about this character, and I liked this story the most. Okay. And I don't know if it was because of the art and because the art in this one was just so, so, so good. I can't even like, especially compared to the other two, like not that the other two were bad at all, but I just think that the art in this one was yeah. super good. Who does, who does the art and the story in that? Um, let's see. So the first one, the uh, Blade one is called Strange Ass Bedfellows and it's Steve Scross and who's writes and does the art apparently and then brian yeah. Rupert does the colors okay. um last man standing is the second one that is the punisher one stephanie phillips writes it and okay. danny Phillips does the art um shauna of the dead that's incredible that's a really good title <laughs> yeah that is, that is a really good title uh shauna of the dead is the last one uh mary san giovanni writes it stefano landini is the artist and then espen grindant jern is the color artist and then martin bureau is the editor hmm. interesting so, yeah um and i'm i had asked you like how many issues it's usually four so 
this is potentially yeah that's done yeah yeah um it's you know it's just you know if you've read any of these black white and blood stories they're just short little anthologies and this one was fine um I didn't I wasn't able to talk about number three because that was when we were like weren't recording for a moment but the first story in the third one was Peach Momoko and I yeah yeah I told Christopher I was like that story was so cute and I like opened up to a page and it's just Momoko drawing this like zombie just destroying this character blood everywhere and stuff and he was like this is cute to you and I was like no like the the character like the main character she's cute (laughs) yeah I I just looked it up on Penguin to see if there was a number five but yeah there's only number four so okay and that is fine with me um I, I, you know, I had a good time with them. I, I, it was everything that I expected from it. It wasn't anything more or anything less. So yeah, just a cute little zombie series. Like, you know what you're getting out of those sorts of things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay. Well, I have three books, so I guess strap in. Um, I have first. Mike's in my way. I don't know how to do this anymore. Uh, (laughs) I am. Hey, Pine and Merrimack. This is a new book written by Kyle Starks. Uh, Fran Galan does the uh, art or the illustration. And then it's lettered by Pat Brusso. Um, So this is just a, a detective story. It's about a wife detective and her husband who's basically just like a, he's an ex-boxer. So he's her, her muscle. Um, and in her past, her sister went missing or was murdered sorry went missing and came back murdered and so she's like i became a cop and then i hated murder so then i became a detective and mainly did like no missing persons cases then a case comes across her lap that's exactly like when her sister went missing so did you you enjoy it because i had considered like picking up that first issue i did like it um I wouldn't say it was like something that like hooked me in a way where I'm like, yeah, I mm-hmm. need the second issue. I'm getting the second issue because I like Cal Starks um, and I will <laughs> write out the story. Like it makes sense. I, I like him. I think he's a good creator. So I think it'll be a satisfying and like satisfying story overall. Um, but also, you know, I like like detective stories. So even if it, mm-hmm. it has, it does have that like kind of the hook that's, most detective stories like that kind of have where it's like something draws them back into a case that you know there's that one case Mm -hmm. so yeah the art's really good um see if i can find a oh yeah that looks really good i like that yes kind of has like the coloring is really interesting with the like the lightness and Mm -hmm. oddly reminds me of kind of like I don't know, like the the animation and like 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, I was gonna say it does kind of look like a Disney movie. Yeah, so get me back in focus, please. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. It was interesting. It was a good read. That's all I can say about it for right now. Just like <laughs> that number number one issue. Met the characters, got their backstory, got a little bit of the like what's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then next I have Mortal Terror. This is issue number two. I was just talking to Heather about this before we recorded because I thought she got this because it's a very Heather book. Uh, yeah. I did not get to talk about number one because we were also on that hiatus. 
but it is basically like a reverse Dracula story where all of the humans in Dracula are vampires and the vampires are humans. Like Renfield is a vampire who wants to be human. Oh, I like that twist. So yeah, it's like, I really, I, when I read the first issue, I wasn't sure because I'm also, there's a lot amount of Dracula books out. Mm Mm-hmm. But like a surprising amount. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just why I don't understand what's happening right now. Uh, So it was like, I think that was like buffering my feelings for it, but I do like, I like the twist. I think that's interesting. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down for it. Um, it's by Christopher Golden and Tim Levin. Oh, Tim Levin. Like L-E-B-B-O-N. Yeah. The author, Tim Levin. Yes. He wrote one of my favorite books ever, Relic. <laughs> that's incredible I love him okay so this is weird (laughs) that you missed this book I will make sure you get it that is so weird uh but yeah the art sorry that was distracting and the arts by Peter uh Bergting uh and oh Chris O'Halloran does the colors those colors are really good I was wondering um that was something I really enjoyed about this book were the colors in it I'm trying to find a good page, but yeah, there's the. Yeah, I like that. Art. Very like you know Hellboy esque. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's good. It's only two issues in, and I've really enjoyed it. That's really funny. I will never get over what just happened. Um, I do have to say because this is one of my biggest gripes about when this movie came out. So Tim Levin wrote this book called The Silence, which okay. they did make a movie about, and it 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 follows like a family, and the one of the girls is deaf. Okay, okay. Uh, they have to be completely silent because there are these bats that were found in a cave that will just kill you if they hear noise. So I read that book, and then like six months later, A Quiet Place came out. I was so mad about that because I read about that and I was like, wait a minute, that sounds just like the silence, which was written like five years ago. So I'm convinced that John Krasinski read that book and was like, I'm just going to pick pieces of this and write my own story. And then the movie, the silence that they made came out and it had Kiernan Shipka in it. Oh uh, yeah. It came out and it was not as well received because they said that it was copying a quiet place. That was part of the reason why I would not watch A Quiet Place for a very long time. I was very bitter about that because the book is incredible. It's fine. The Quiet Place isn't that great of a movie anyway. No, it's not. And the only reason the second one was worth watching is because of Killian Murphy. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, everybody should watch anything with Killian Murphy. In. Yeah, absolutely. We love it. <laughs> Say, well, who cares what it is? Yeah. I watched so it like seven times. Red Eye is good. It is. I said that as if it was like a bad movie and it's not. I'm just saying I watched that movie like seven times and it's, 28 Days Later is still my favorite movie ever. Uh, yeah, no. 28 Days Later is was one of my first like, I guess like kind of real, I'd realized like zombie films that I'd ever seen. So that movie, yeah, like had some weird impact on me. Um, and then, yeah, I just watched Red Eye like this last Halloween season. Because oh, really? I was like, yeah, it was the first time ever because everybody was talking about how cunty Killian Murphy is in it and I was like I gotta I gotta see and then I was like oh yeah this is this is a terrible yeah terrible great movie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I only watched it originally because it was like obviously came out after 28 days later and like when that movie first came out I was like obsessed with it not even just him but just the movie in general and so I was like 
trying to watch as much as I could with him in it because I was like is he as good in every other movie as he is in that fucking movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes the answer is yes but I watched that movie and I was like okay I love this and kept watching it yeah no it's fair I get it okay that's mortal mortal terror that is a reverse Dracula story Written by one of Heather's favorite authors. Yeah. Or co-written <laughs> by one of Heather's favorite authors. And I had no idea it was out. Uh, and then the next book I have <laughs> is uh, Once in Fu- Future. This is issue number 11. Um, Wait, you said Once in Future. Oh, God damn it. I wish it was that book too. God, Once Upon a... So much. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> Um, okay, so scratch that. It's not once in future. I read that. It's over. Sadly. Um, and if you haven't read it, you definitely should. This is <laughs> Once Upon a Time at the End of the World. That's what this book's called. <laughs> um, I've talked about this book a few times. This is by Jason Aaron. Um, and this story arc, Nick Dragata does the art. But the cool thing about like the story arcs they've all had different artists but like they've done this really cool thing where they like flashback or like flashback to like show the old artist and then change Mm -hmm. into the new artist so that's been like a really interesting thing I've really liked and they do that in this one but they use like both of the past artists so that that was fun I really like that uh hey let's really like this story a lot i think it's really good yeah i think it's a really really interesting love story i think it's a really interesting like idea of a battle of wills um i don't know i don't want to like talk about it too much because i think it's i i feel really really think it's worth reading and i really like at the end you know when i first read that first issue and you first meet uh Maceo and Mezzi like they feel like characters that have you know you've met many times before and it kind of Mm -hmm. just seemed like kind of one note and I feel like throughout like all of the story arcs you've they've just become so well developed they're just such good characters and I I don't know this story has just been really good (laughs) like the last story arc the way it ended was like really heart-wrenching it was a huge bummer because they had kind of built this utopia and then like watching it like kind of all crumble and then like see them but you know like you want to see them get to this point because in the beginning you start out with like knowing that they're kind of like fighting against each other um but it's interesting when you get to this moment where they like see each other again after like all of these years oh it's a good fucking book okay it's probably like my my favorite Jason Aaron book that I've read. So, High praise. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just interesting. All right. Well, we'll talk about the next book that um, I guess we both technically have, but yeah. I'm the only one that read it. This is Batman. This is 141. I won't go into too much detail because it's near the end of the story arc, but it's Batman still fighting with um what the fuck is the name of it's Zerin R 
Yeah, there's there's that, but it's um the fail safe robot. Yeah, fail safe. Um dealing with that whole situation still and then fighting internally with Zer. And this is I mean, this is what happened. We already did this, right? Yeah, it's like it's it's weird now because Joker's a part of it. Mm-hmm. And it has the 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 thief from that series, The Night, that we read, like his origin story okay. that we trained with. Yeah, um, I like it. She's in here because she finds Nightwing oh, and she's like, hey, something's really wrong with him. I don't want to help, but like, I figured you guys might want to. <laughs> Which Do they still was- all ha- hate him right now? N- no. I mean, at least Nightwing doesn't because he's trying to help, but it's like hard. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's hard to explain because if you haven't been like reading it then it just doesn't make any sense but it's a lot of him batman fighting internally with whatever is going on yeah 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 i just i haven't didn't like the last few issues so i just haven't liked it very much i feel like at this point like i i enjoy it to an extent but i'm kind of forcing myself to read it and i'm not reading the back half of the stories either because i skipped the first part of it mm-hmm. i didn't realize it and i just don't want to go back and read it that's fair i get it it's a lot yeah so i'm just reading like the main story and then moving on you know i guess yeah can't like can't like them all sometimes yes it's yeah. true okay so then another book we both have but don't have um because heather may have dropped it did drop it i did drop it but i was supposed to get that issue but i don't remember if I did or not. <laughs> okay. So this is Poison Ivy. This is number 18. Um, so the last issue ended with basically her mushrooms infecting all of a swamp and zombie-like people like coming. This issue, she needs to like figure out a way to mass produce a like antidote to save all of these people she's infected accidentally. Uh, so she has to ask Batman for help. And Batman's like, you're kind of always fucking up. <laughs> He's such a dick. <laughs> That's like how that like whole, yeah, it basically go, that conversation goes like that. Um, and then she like gives birth to that, uh, what's his name? That fucking bad guy from the last story arc, Jason Woodrow. like oh okay yeah i was like or like the last one of the last or like in the beginning from a while ago yeah it was it was weird but i don't know i still really like it yeah i did drop it not because i didn't like like it or anything but i feel like it's gotten to a point where i'm like i kind of got what i wanted out of it oh yeah that's fair like each i do enjoy each issue and i do have a good time with it but it's just like you know i don't know how to explain it but you know it yeah kind of get to the point now yeah yeah because i that first story arc was so good and like so compelling and then it just kept going which was fine because it was good and i did want more but now it just like keeps going i gotcha i get it that's all but okay i'll talk about my next one um i have i have to hold it this way first so i can get the whole title because it's long as fuck critical role the tales Mm -hmm. of exandria this is part two art again um 
I'm not going to talk too much about this because it's hard to explain if you do not listen to Critical Role, which mm -hmm. I think it's the failure with this particular like story arc. Mm -hmm. um, Arvian is a character within the listening that is also known as the traveler. And if you do not listen to this, he is kind of a character that is like so deep within it that it's hard to understand what his story arc is about. Mm -hmm. um, and what I really like about Critical Role, these stories normally is you don't really need to know the characters and stuff previously or like what has been happening in the episodes and stuff. Like you can just kind of grab one of their books and they're very like reader friendly. You can mm -hmm. just jump in and read it and like you have a cute little fantasy story and then it's done. But this one is done in such a way that like, again, if you aren't listening to it or you don't know about like the lore of this world like previously, then it's really hard to get into. Yeah. So I think that is where this one fails, where all of the other ones succeed. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say about it. I, I did enjoy it, but I also know who the traveler is and I did like the art a lot in it. Okay. Yeah. I suppose that helps like having that like, yeah, familiarity. Yeah. And I think it does also help that Matthew Mercer writes a lot of these with the help of like writers and stuff like he has a lot of input in it so again if you've listened to it like this all makes sense mm -hmm. because he is the one who has created this like world and stuff so it's it's fine <laughs> uh okay so then next for me for me i have a couple books um i have shazam this is issue number seven shazam versus black adam it's just I don't really have to tell you about it. Some silly stuff happens. The space, there's more space dinosaurs. <laughs> there's there's more space more space dinosaurs in the book, which basically cause chaos and cause like Black Adam to be mad and have him fight Shazam. All right, I think we all want to do that. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Dan Moore does not do the art in this issue, which is always a sad time when he has to go on his, like, breaks from a book, but I get it. Yeah, the man needs to rest. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Let him take a break. And, you know, if he took a break from, like, main title, like, DC shit for a while and went back to indie books, that would that'd be, that'd be so, that'd be so cool. What if we did a once in future part two? <laughs> yeah, like it's fine. Like I love, I love, I love Bat Superman, Batman mm -hmm. Superman World's Finest. Love the Shazam book. But yeah. everything that he does is brilliant. But it would just be cool. <laughs> yeah, just be, I would love it. Um, yeah. So then after that, Shazam's great. I definitely suggest that to a lot of people. I, I sell that book all the time because I, I love it. The dinosaurs really sell themselves, honestly. You get into that second issue, you see that man in the top hat, and you're like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? There I'll read is. this. <laughs> and he hangs out and becomes, like, the butler, too. Um, Love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have Birds of Prey. This is issue number five. This is uh, by Kelly Thompson. And then... Who does the art in this book? This art is by somebody else. Um, Dean D E Y N. Okay. Never really, never seen their stuff before. Anyway, um, 
lots of stuff have happened. This book is really good. I really, really like it. This issue was a different art style because it was like told from some bit like the perspective of the person they're fighting or the entity okay. they're fighting. Um, it looks like uh, Bratz dolls. Yeah, it took a minute for it to like really kind of looks like J. Scott Campbell stuff too. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like the, the noses. Um, no, Code Lyoko. That's what I was thinking of. I don't know if you know Code Lyoko. I only know it because Sammy and Mickey used to watch it when they were little. What's it called? Code Lyoko. L-Y-O-K-O. There, yep. French animated series. Oh, yeah, no. Totally. I can see that. Um, I I think the first page is probably like the... Oh, is it going to focus? It does look good. I do like it. Yeah, as like I said, it just it took a minute for it to like settle on me where I like enjoyed it. But yeah, I I really like this book. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's like a really, you know, I like Barda. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's like, and we know that. <laughs> I like Barda. She's my favorite. Uh, I like her relationship with Batgirl a lot. I think it's really interesting, like the way they like team them together and like Barda mm-hmm. kind of takes care of her and calls her like little bat and stuff and i really i don't know just that really, is cute really like it um yeah mm, just have a lot of fun with that book that's all i gotta say it's a fun book good stuff good stuff all right next yes we both have the oddly pedestrian life of christopher chaos oh Ooh. yeah i forgot about that yeah, I only did it, I only knew because I like had it flipped this way. Um, this is issue number six. This is a Tynan and Bromble and Isaac Goodhart book. Uh, colors by Miguel Muerto and letters by Aditya Bidikar. So the regular old team doing this. <laughs> People we all know. I. I don't know. I this book really warmed up to me. I feel like this issue especially I was like, oh yeah, I really like this book. I really liked Christopher's like I guess kind of monologue at the end and like his realizations about stuff. Mm-hmm. And just having like everybody Dracula Boy being less abrasive and annoying in general. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh they were a real big issue for me like in the beginning which I think is why it took me so long to like get into it Mm -hmm. Um, I do like um Frankenstein Adam Adam Frankenstein yeah um I like Adam Frankenstein a lot um and I like the whole their version in this here of like good versus evil like humans versus monsters and stuff like that I do think it's a very interesting take and yeah. the art is really good. The art is really good. I like I said, I just really liked like I'm really interested now to see like where the story goes after this. Like what happens with like this whole Hellswing thing and like who the mm-hmm. fuck is this lady? Yeah, the hot lady that just walks up in the the end. Yeah, I was like, who are you? Like what is happening? Yeah. Um I'm really excited about this, like little side story about adam frankenstein and like that cover dude yeah that is something that i was super excited about too because i for some reason thought that this was going to be the last issue Mm -hmm. 
and it it says to be continued which is fine i'm okay with it but then yeah i saw that cover and was like oh this is incredible <laughs> yeah, i'm so excited like, for it yeah it's like holy shit you know what the fuck um yeah I, again i i do feel like it just has really good like archie horror vibes it's like a fairly like you kind of know what it's saying from the beginning, but I, I still like the message behind it. Mm-hmm. How it gets there. It's good, and we're waiting for more. Yes. Okay. We only got a couple more. Mm-hmm. This is Love Everlasting. This is issue number 11. It's called Just West of Love. This is part one. I'm pretty sure this is the last story arc, right? Yeah, I'm fairly certain it is. I think there's only, like, a few issues left. I can't remember. I feel like it has 15. Like, I want to say there's 15 issues. Let, let's see if we can look it up. You talk about it. Okay. Um. So, we know the story of Love Everlasting. It's just uh, different stories of Joan and her love life. There's obviously more to it than that, but... Uh, she keeps getting hunted and stuff by a sheriff and in this issue which is the beginning of this story arc we get kind of the origin of like the sheriff and how that whole story starts which is super exciting because this whole time you see him in random issues and it's like why is he there and now we get the story we're finally getting it yeah that was like my favorite part was like finally seeing like his backstory and like what was like it didn't happening. even register to me that that's what was going on until like the last page and then I was like oh <laughs> like I read that entire issue just like do, 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 and then I got to that last page and I was like oh okay this is the origin yeah yeah it's just like but then like who took her like that's there's so many like so many really great questions mm -hmm. okay somebody on reddit is saying a 30 issue run that does not sound right i was like that does not sound correct okay somebody i'm going to continue in this i'm still reading it's a very small reddit thread uh they said that both Tom and Elza had said this on previous podcasts, and the most recent one was with Comic Pop Dude Sal. Who the fuck is Comic Book? Comic Pop Dude Sal. I have never heard of that person in my entire life. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. That does seem like too many issues to be fine. Right now, what I'm seeing solicited is through 13, which I know there will be more than 13, but yeah that's what that's what we've got through march right now i don't know 30 i don't think you can continue this for 30. no there's that's way too many that's our own so we'll figure that out we'll not get back to you on it but maybe we will just <laughs> go we'll go watch tom king's <laughs> uh interview with comic pop sal Whoever that is. Comic pop guy Sal. Okay. I'm having the worst time. Nobody nobody care about what I'm saying to you. Um, but yeah, I really like Love Everlasting a lot. It's this uh, consistently good. 
Yeah. Though, if it does run 30 issues, I don't think I'll like it that long. <laughs> no, I think I'll do the end of this story arc and then I'll be good. <laughs> uh, okay, and then our last book. You ready? Yes. The, hung- the Hunger in the Dusk. This is issue number five. This is by G. Willow Wilson and Chris Wildgoose. This is about orcs and humans creating an alliance to fight... I can't remember what these guys are fucking called. Vangles. 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 The super bad Um, guys who at one point were orcs but are now, or wait, elves, right? I think so. Maybe that sounds right. They look like them. They're just like rotten versions of them. (laughs) Yeah, this book is really, really good. A really, really great fantasy story. I love every character, like a lot. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the main characters are perfect. And it's really accessible too. Like it's not like a super high, hard to follow uh, fantasy like The Last God was. Yeah, um, it it is it is a very interesting you know fantasy story, but it's just easy to get into and it's easy to follow. Yeah, I think that that was the thing for me is like it's super like approachable for sure for like a mm-hmm. fantasy story where then the world is really well built out too, where you're really like I don't know. I would not want this to end after like six issues. Like I, I would, I want a bunch. I want to mm-hmm. like more. I don't think it could so end. Yeah, I was like, I don't think it could end after six issues. And if it did, it'd be like very unsatisfying. Yeah, because like the one of the things that I like most about this is like there is a lot of lore within it, and they just kind of touch on it in a way that like you understand what's going on and stuff. So if like say this story arc ends like their story ends like there's again so much lore and there's so much more that we could get from it so there's no reason it needs to end ever (laughs) ever (laughs) Ever. yeah no i i don't because yeah you can there's more world it's not like there's not like just these characters like yeah there's so much because even in this issue you get like i mean it happened at the end of the last one but like you get the twist with the vangle of like they're actually able to like communicate and stuff like that so it's like there there's their whole backstory as well Mm -hmm. it's like yeah there's there's so much that they can do with this world and they did such a good job with like five issues building it the way that they have yeah and it's just like the art is so good so so good i love it yeah no it's a book that i i do look forward to like i do kind of savor it and like kind of leave it for last so i can I do that as too. much much out of it as possible because it is a book I like to like sit with and I think this issue this issue was like especially heartbreaking and frustrating so it's just like one of those moments where you're just like just stop being like this there's too much pride between these two groups and like a marriage alliance needs communication and that's not what they're getting yeah yeah understanding and, and trust yeah and I like, there's just so much going on and it's you know also there's a war a war on so mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot going on yeah but highly suggest this book i think the trade comes out fairly soon maybe like mm-hmm. march or february could be lying who knows who knows i haven't been paying attention so check in with champ <laughs> and i will well i'll be at the shop so i'll have to look it up on my computer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and that's it that's all we got we're done. We're done with the day. 
Um, so yeah, thanks for listening to us. If you are still listening, I know that you probably might not be, but you'll see a little notification and be like, what the fuck? Click yeah, on it's it. been a while, but I promise we're getting back into the swing of it. My baby does not need me as much anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mom stuff. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening to us. Support your local libraries. Support your friends. Do good things. Take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Heather, what do you got over there? I I actually don't have anything today. Okay. Um. So yeah, we will see you all on the the flippity flip. Later.